life is all about figuring it out. We get so caught up in having to have this right here, right now figured out. But if you had it this right here, right now, then what would you be doing for life? Welcome everyone to the Action Only Podcast. I'm your host, Jalal Wilson. And today I have a special guest. And we're going to learn some things today. We got Miss Bree Scott in the building. And she is going to talk to us about a, a number of things. I, you know me, I have no green thumb. I know nothing about growing or our own food or anything like that. But we're going to learn some things today from Miss Bree. She works for mm. a farm today. She's going to, she's going to clean uh, she's going to pretty much put us on game on why we should be eating clean and how we can get started. But first, before we do that, uh, congratulations is in order for her because she just graduated from the University Ooh. of Physics. And look at that. She got on her graduated shirt and bachelor's of science and management. And she just recently hit her hundredth episode. Like, a hundred episodes in on her show. So we go, I want to hear about that. Like a hundred episodes. That's crazy. So let's go ahead and get this started. Bree, how you doing today? Good. Thanks. How you doing? How you do how you doing? I'm good. Oh good. Oh good. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for coming on. And um thank you I was for really, of course. I was looking forward to this conversation because I think you have a lot of things that you can add to this and part of our lives is taking action and one of the areas we need to take action in is knowing what we're putting in our bodies and how we can do that better so this is a conversation I was looking forward to so I appreciate you for coming on no problem no problem so you know the first thing I want to jump into is like how does it feel to you know you know graduated college what was that process like for you like how you feel or how are you feeling right now Right now, it's funny because I feel like I feel like a kid because it's like I just graduated. Everybody's like, so what's next? What are you doing? What's, and I'm like, dang, I mean, I just graduated. And I'm like, is this what the kids be feeling like? <laughs> um, it feels good. I'm it's I'm relieved. It felt good watching my name go across the screen. Um, it took me 11 years. I got my degree, y'all. I am 40 years old. It took me 11 years to complete this degree. It feels good. It feels worth it. And I'm just excited. I think that's dope. And see, I love that because 40 years old, you're like, I'm still going to get this done. It took me 11 years to do it, but you Mm -hmm. did it. So there's a lot of in there. There's a lot of starts. There's a lot of stops, but you, you did it. That's amazing. That is amazing. And when I think about it, when I just been thinking about it over this past week, I got to know me more and I'm like, that's determination. You are a girl that is determined. Don't lose that spirit. That is what the pep talk I gave myself this week. So, yeah. And that's much deserved. I mean, because a lot of us, it would have gave up a long time ago. Like, man, I can't, this is evidently it's not for me if I haven't got it done by this point in time but you're like nah I, it took what it took I've got some determined I've learned determination I learned something about myself and that's what that's what life's about so that's beautiful that's really beautiful thank you thank yeah. you and those, those look those talks was in there and I would be ready to throw in the towel but then I'm like you can't you can't give up you started it finish it 
And then it's like, I have kids. I want them to know that you got to finish what you start. Yeah, I love that too. And that's a that's a lot of us parents. That's our excuse for why we don't. Because hey, we got kids. You know, it's busy working. But you, but you know, if we really want it, we got to figure out a way to get it done. So that's that's dope. That's dope. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to get into. I want you first to tell us about your show, and then I want to know like. 100 episodes in like what are some of the lessons you learned along the way and like how does that feel like to know that you're like 100 episodes in because most people they said most people never get to 10 episodes on their show so like you're 100 episodes in like what is talk about that oh 100 episodes in so um i host a show called clean greens living broadcasted on rainer avenue radio it's an extension of Clean Greens Farm, which is a farming, a local nonprofit farm and market that I work for. So the the idea was to come on because Clean Greens is, yes, we talk about fresh produce. We want to talk about healthy eating, but we're all about our community. We're all about every the person as a whole. So the show is to come on and talk about every topic, food, life, exercise, politics, Anything that's going on in the world that is affecting our community, and when we we start talk, we start with the African American community, of course, because you know we lack in a lot of things, but we also are inclusive. So it's our community and as as a whole, like who is in our community, what is happening, how is this affecting us, and what can we do to get started. Um, so that's what the show is about. What I've learned, um, it's so funny. Like the hundredth episode. I couldn't even believe I got there because I, when I think of, I can't even believe it's been a hundred episodes in the first episode. I was nervous. I was like, who wants to hear from me? What can I talk about? Can I think of a, can I think of episodes week after week after week to talk about? Um, it feels good. It's fun. Um, what I've learned along the way is preparation. What I've learned along the way is just relax, have fun, believe in yourself. Um, it doesn't matter if one or two people are watching your show you're still affecting a world. You're affecting your world, you're affecting their world. And then they're going out and they're making impact in someone else's world because of what, because of what we talked about. Um, just have fun. Like even up to almost, I feel like close up to the hundredth episode, I was still beating myself up like, oh, I don't like the way that episode went. But as you know what, as you go, you learn to do better and you just keep going. And the process is to never give up never give up just keep learning growing and learning for let your failures be your 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 guide like you know now what doesn't work so figure out what's going to work so that's what i've learned along the way that's dope, and, oh, that's dope. sorry and have a, backup, have a backup plan because you know how it is with guests life comes up people get nervous which is it's funny because I, I i feel like i'm nervous but it's me but a lot of people in community in they get nervous and then things come up. So always have a backup plan. Always yeah. have a backup plan. Yeah. I say that's interesting that you say that because I think that's one of the things like, you know, for me, most people on the show have never been on a podcast. So you have those nerves and then you have that thought process of like, can I really do this? And when it, when it gets close to that time, you're like, uh, I don't, you know, you, you get people that be like, oh, maybe I'm not ready yet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. She yeah, so. wasn't ready. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy. I think it's, 
I think something else you said is interesting with the um, preparation, just making sure you're prepared because it, it definitely makes the conversation go a little bit smoother if you kind of got an idea, a basis of what you, you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And then our show was 30 minutes and it's live. Mm -hmm. um, and before I was like, how, what am I going to talk about for 30 minutes? But once you guys get to talking and you having a conversation, it flies by and you're like, dang, I needed like a bit 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's fun. So preparation and knowing your guests and knowing what you're talking about and coming up. I literally only come up with like maybe five questions. And then from there, it's just this organic conversation yeah. to go off. Yeah, and I think that's important because uh, that's really big for me too is the organic conversation because it's like, okay, I can give you these pointers, I can give you these tips that we're going to talk about, but if it'd be almost like you're just reading from a script if we yeah. don't like have, you know, some engagement there where we can take the conversation wherever it needs to go. So I and it's more important. authentic. I, yeah. I feel like, I don't know about others. Well, no, I feel like a lot of people around me, we want authentic people. We Whether you're right or you're wrong, we can have that conversation. If you mess up, that's fine. But I want someone who's real and I want to have a real conversation about what people are doing out here in this community and how can people really help. So, yeah. I think you just said something there. I, I put a post today is, being able to have the conversations, whether someone is right or wrong, I think is something that we are not that good at. We 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 tend to, we live in this world where we want to block everybody who doesn't agree with our opinion on whatever it is, but that also blocks our opportunity to learn. And so mm -hmm. I like what you said, you got to be, you know, being able to have conversations, whether you agree or not, because you both have opportunity to learn something about the other person's position they get to learn something about yours maybe it doesn't change anybody's mind but that conversation is important and like being like you know is that we're in this conversation i had a, tried to have a conversation with someone a, like a week ago it didn't go over too well because one i wasn't in the space and it came out of nowhere but i had to be like okay this isn't i can't continue on in this space right now so i have to end this conversation and, and then I think too, like going into this conversation, cause we do like what we're talking about is real. We have to be honest and, and talk to each other and be like, this is just me trying to get an understanding. This isn't an argument. This isn't, let's not raise our voice. Let's have a conversation about our differences because it is important. How else are we going to grow or know what someone else is thinking? Right. And get it, if we're not getting outside of our bubble, like I thought some things before I started getting deeper in the community and I think something different now that I know what's going on. So yeah, those conversations are very important. Yeah. And I, I you know, that's an area I'm still like working on myself. And one of the things is I like uh, T.D. Jakes. He said his favorite question is, what did you mean by that? So that opens yep. up the door to allow the person to explain what they meant before we jump to conclusions. And that's something, you know, I'm trying to incorporate. I'm not there yet, but I'm, Look, I'm trying to get Trust there. me, I'm not there yet. Look, y'all, I ain't perfect. I am not there yet. That's why I have to end that conversation because I'm like, this is going left real fast. Like, I'm trying to be open to what you're saying, but I don't feel like you're receiving that, what I'm saying. And two, that's a good one to remember. And then um, I have a life coach right now and she taught me to say, that's an interesting take on that. Can you explain more? Uh, I like that. I like that. I like yeah. That. Yeah. That's an interesting take on that. 
Yeah. It sounds bad, crazy, but right. tell me more. Explain <laughs> your position on this, because I really, yeah. like, I, but I really do, like, I really be wanting to know, like, mm-hmm. I know y'all see this, so if yeah. you see it, how do you reconcile your brain to be okay with certain things that happen? So please explain yeah. that to me. Right, 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 right. That's funny. <laughs> I like that. So let's dive into that. Um, life coach. So one day you just decided like, hey, at this place in my life, this is like, I need to take action in this area and I'm going to bring on a coach to help me get to where I want to be. Is that kind of like the conversation you had with yourself and what led you down that road? No. So what happened was I knew I wanted a life coach. So I knew I needed one, but I knew I couldn't afford one because they're so expensive. I worked for Clean Green's Farm and Market. One of my CSA saw me and she saw the work that I was doing and she saw I was burning myself out. I knew I was burning myself out. And this is, and so at the end of the year, in my mind, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. This coming year has to be something different. And I put that out there. I prayed about it. I talked to God about it. And randomly out of nowhere, she was checking in to see how things were going. And she said, you know what? Let's make a plan for Brie this year. I'm going to offer you up six coaching services. And so then she sent me this other link to this momentum training, which is like a workshop of coaching you through some things. So I've been taking that as well. Um, But it was her seeing me and saying, let's make that plan. And she offered it to me. And so that's how I got into coaching. I would definitely pay for her. (laughs) I would definitely pay for her. Um, So that's how I got that coaching. So it wasn't necessarily that I was like, I'm going to go get it. I knew I needed it. And I almost did not accept her help because I'm like, in my mind, I'm always like questioning people's motives. Like, why do you want to help me? Mm. Is this real? Like, you know, because you have people around who want to help, but then it comes in like, they're going to tell you how to run your life. But she's really good. She's teaching you how she doesn't give you the answer. She just talks you through. So that's how I got into that. I think that's I think that's dope. I think that's interesting that you said, you know, okay, you knew something had to be different this year. You prayed about it. And then the opportunity presented itself Mm -hmm. and you took it because that's not always the case. An opportunity will present itself and then we're not sure. If we should take it, like you said, we, you know, we thinking about, you know, what's this person's real motive? What's their real thought process behind what they're doing and what they're saying? So that was kind of awesome that you just said, hey, I'm going to walk through this door and just see what it is. And that's, uh, and when we think about life coaching, you know, you hear so many different things about it. And I think I like what you said that she's not telling you what to do with your life. She's just kind of guiding you and you're making your own decisions yep yeah so i like that that's it that i think that's it that's in that's important because honestly it's our lives no one can technically tell us exactly what's going to be the path that's going to work out exactly best for us right even though we want to sometimes it's like it's not best that they tell us because you got to figure this out life is all about figuring out we get so caught up in having to have this right here right now figured out but if you had it this right here, right now, then what would you be doing for life? You right. would be bored or you would just be looking for the next thing. So it's like, just start enjoying it at every moment and working towards it and busting out these goals. Yeah. I think that's a, I actually haven't thought about it at that point. Yeah. You could just have it all for, yeah, there'd be nothing, no journey, no mountains to climb, no valleys. No, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I remember this one person we were talking about, uh, 
what do you call those psychics? I was like, I don't want a psychic. I don't want nobody telling me nothing about my future. Right. I don't want to know when I'm going to die. Right. I don't want to, what do I, what do you have to look forward to if you have right. that? Right. Now you're bored, but now you worry because now you knowing when this is going to happen and you're waiting for this is when it's going to, when you're going to die and you're not enjoying life's moments. Right. So. You you feel it sorry for yourself like man I'm about to die oh, and, right, you right. know you just it just <laughs> then you oh, end up killing yourself because right. now you think you over here flipping out ready for the time to happen yeah 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 it's like well you know it's coming anyway so I might what I don't you know why yeah. this day do you go down this hole yeah that's crazy that hole yeah yeah that is crazy so how did you get um how did you end up with clean greens farms how did you end up there. So Clean Greens Farm and Market is um, my uncle created Clean Greens Farm Market along with some church members and a special lady by the name of Lottie Cross. Um, they started around two, 2015, I think it was, and they ran it for about 14 years before I got on. And then unfortunately, Lottie died during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it was really like I stepped in to help out. Because, you know, it, even though, you know, we always talk about it was unexpected. It was unexpected for us because we thought she would live forever. Um, she was this healthy woman. She was in her 70s, but she was healthy, took her vitamins, and she passed away. Um, so it was started off as me helping out, and then it turned into me coming on as a director. Mm-hmm. And I had another job at that moment. But again, see, life cycles I knew that I was done with that job. I was like, I cannot, I can't, it's stressing me out. I can't do this anymore. And so I left that job and I was like, I'll just focus on clean greens until I find something else. And then it just turned into being able, me being able to get paid for doing it. And that's how I became, that's how I'm here. So now it's my main job. I guess that was a long story. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, no, no. That's good. Cause you, you, you know, you didn't, it wasn't your plan. Yeah. And you know, you had another job. You're like, okay, I'll step in for a little while. Wasn't happy at the job, but I'll step in for a little while until I find something I do want. And then yeah. the opportunity presents itself where you actually can stay where you, you want it to be anyway yeah, and get like- paid for it. Yeah, because it was it was really small. Like there was not there was maybe Clean Greens was ran with maybe less than five people for oh, that wow. whole time. Wow. And so when we came on, we had a team and we were able to get funding to be able to get paid to grow. So Clean Greens has just been growing. And so it's just like levels after levels of growth for Clean Greens. That is awesome. And how long have you been there now? Going on my third season. Okay. Okay. Yes. Wow. yes. Three wow. years. Yeah, Uh, that's amazing. So we were talking because when we say clean, I was I I was I was looking at something recently and it was talking about how uh, everything organic isn't necessarily good for you because it just it could be it's just not made with meat, but it could be made with other chemicals and other things that aren't good for you. So when we hear this word clean. Like, what does that, what does that really mean in your mind? Like when you say clean greens, clean eats, what does all that mean to you? So for me, and I, and I don't want to speak for the creators of this program, Mm. but for me and from what I hear from what they're saying, it's about clean eating. One, it's organically grown. It's as organically grown as you can be in this world. 
So we don't put pesticides. We don't do anything extra. It's just the earth. And um, like, even when we had, we had like beetle bugs. I think they use like coffee grounds to get the beet to, to cure it. So it's like natural oils and stuff that we use out there. Um, and then it's clean eating. So you're clean, you're eating clean. You're not eating processed foods. You're not eating food with pesticides. So that's where the clean eating comes from. Okay. All right. That's awesome. So me and you talked, I told you, you know, I wanted to do the garden thing and, and grow my own something. And you're like, you, when you first got involved, you weren't, you didn't have, you weren't growing vegetables or any of that before. Right? Cow, not a green thumb. I, you wouldn't, <laughs> look at these nails. I would have never thought I would be digging in the ground. I seen the tail of a snake and I do not do snakes. And I, I'm, I still go out there. I still go out there. I, you, I don't even know who I am anymore, but I had no experience going out there, but once I got out of the, and I went to the farm kicking and screaming, like, I got to be out here. But once I got out there, it's like this whole different atmosphere. Yeah, It feels good. The air quality is better. You just, you're one with nature. The stress levels is down. And I'm just speaking for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, it's, it feels good that I'm assisting Cause I don't want to say I'm a farmer. I'm assisting the farmer and planting the food that I get to see from the time we put it in the ground until the time it grows and we harvest it and bring it back to the community. So everyone is taking part in my contribution to this, this system. And it, it's just a, it's beautiful. It's just this beautiful thing for me. Yeah. That's see, that sounds amazing, but you know, and it's just, it's hard to picture though. Because when I think about it, I don't think of black people being out there, one with nature and farms. I think of bugs. I think of all of these things. <laughs> I don't think Listen, of that. that was me. That was yeah. me. And and it's a lot of black people. And they take it all the way back to slavery. Like I know people that be like, my ancestors would be rolling in their grave. But this is the thing. This is our history. They didn't take nobodies from Africa. They took farmers. They took doctors. They took lawyers. They took people that was going to come help them build here. And so farming, it kind of got taken away from our roots because of all that. And so it's like, it is traumatizing because we weren't raised on the farms. We weren't raised to be out there. We weren't taught to be out there. And it's no diss to our parents or our family. It's just a system that happened. But I can tell you there's not a lot of bugs out there. Actually, <laughs> a bug did go down my throat one day and my daughter was laughing at me because <laughs> I was, oh, it was, it was a mess. I had to make myself throw up just to make sure the bug came out. Sorry, y'all. I had to share. It was, a, my daughter was crying. She was laughing so hard, but it's like little random bugs. It's not like you're not walking in a sea of bugs all over the place. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You ran, you see spiders, but like, if you wear gloves, you're unaffected and they're more scared of you than you are of them. Yeah. And I can't even believe I'm talking like this because let me see a spider in my house and I'm acting, I'm acting up yeah, so yeah. out there. It's just like this whole different thing. It's this whole different, I can't explain it. You have to, like, if you come, when you come to Seattle, you have to just come out there. It's this, I don't even think about those things. Yeah. I chalk it up when I get out there and I'm out there to do this mission. Right. Um, And like, even somebody came on, like, I never even thought about this being out here. Like we're out in Duval 
which is near like the 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 forest so you know there's bears up in there there's there's things up in there but i never in my mind i never think about wolves or anything out there i'm walking on the farm all freely until our one of our people came on and started talking about it but you don't see any of that stuff out there you don't see any of it i only seen i've been here for three seasons i only seen that snake tail once and he or she whatever it identified as got the heck out of dodge when it seen me <laughs> So I was like, I wanted to run, but I just took a deep breath and just stayed. See, it, you know, I think that that is that is cool. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about, I mean, I've seen more bugs than that just being in South Carolina, you know. So I really got to be quiet and stop being scary. But I think you did say something. They could be in your yard at any given moment, right? <laughs> right. I done seen frogs, lizards. <laughs> bugs i ain't never even seen in my life before since i've been here i just see all kinds of stuff like god i didn't even know they make these like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those bugs don't play <laughs> no it's just crazy it's absolutely <laughs> crazy but i love it though it's, it's crazy but i think there's something that you said and i had never heard this until which is probably a little embarrassing until a few months ago that i never thought about when they took the slaves that the fact that they took the smartest, the farmers, the doctors, it makes sense. But that thought had never crossed my mind. And so the person who was talking about it, he was saying that, you know, we really need to understand that we come from a lineage of some brilliant people because yeah, they didn't we did. bring no dummies over here. They brought, you know. They brought the strong. Yeah, the strong, the smart. Yeah, the yeah. smart. Yeah. The ones that can do. And don't feel... You know, don't feel stupid about that because I'm still learning as I go too. I'm learning everything. So yeah. at first I was starting to feel stupid about myself, but then I was like, you know what? How would you know? Right. It wasn't taught to us. And was this stuff taught to us in school? No. Was this taught stuff taught to our parents in school? No. So how would we know? Right. Yeah, that is a, that is a that is another great point. Okay. So if you know, I want to go down this journey of growing my own stuff. Like, what is something simple that someone could start with that if you don't have a green thumb, that just probably will be pretty hard for you to mess this up still? Uh, what is hard to mess up? Not hard to mess up. I feel like in this season, like our farmer starts the, he starts the starts, right? From seeds. So I haven't seen that process yet. But he gives us starters. The easiest thing that I have grown on my own, the only thing that made me kill it was I didn't harvest it in time. Oh. Um, was uh, kale is easy to to do. Oh. Um, greens. Um, and lettuce. Those are easy. Those are the three things that I know that I grew on my own. And all I did was water it. And I barely remembered to do that. Um, and they grew well. Okay. So, yeah. So if you guys, if you guys can get some starters, mm -hmm. um, that'd be easy. And then when you start, I'm learning to check the soil that you are starting to plant in. Now, I don't have any specific soils that I know about because I'm still learning this as I go. But check with a local farmer or um, wherever you get your soil from, which is a good soil to grow your food in? Because you want to make sure it's rich soil. Okay. And organic. 
Yeah, and it's interesting because there's a place here that if you bring, you take a sample of your soil, they will tell you what, what, what could grow in that soil. You like send it off and they'll do whatever they do to it and they'll tell you what could grow in your soil that you have. So, Oh, and there is a place, like if I, I can't even think of it, it's like the almanac. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I can't even think of it. Old Farmer's Almanac, I think it is. Mm -hmm. Um, It could tell you, like Google it, it tells you like, because if you're growing in the ground, mm -hmm. you want to make sure one, like you're testing your soil. Mm -hmm. You want to test your soil because, you know, you want to make sure your soil isn't tainted by the pollution that's gone on in your, in your area. Mm -hmm. Um. So if we're talking about that, testing your soil um, and then knowing when to plant and because different produce requires you to plant in different seasons. And like, so for us, we're going to start planting after April because I think mm -hmm. April after the first frost. So knowing okay. if you want to plant with first frost or knowing if you want to plant according to the moon. Mm. So those are things to think about when you're planting in the ground. Check your soil. When do you want to plant first frost? I mean, last frost. First frost is fall. Last frost is spring. Last frost um, are by the moon. Mm -hmm. And I just like this out two different ways. And by the moon, um, and you can go on Google and it'll tell you way more than I could tell you right now. But just going by the moon for me seems to be the best because it's, the moon is offsetting the earth. And what's going on and it said the soil is a little bit more moist by the moon so yeah so just knowing those things like your soil is it good and if you can look up online and see what grows best in your area because i have to look up because we want okra over here in seattle we want some okra um and the beauty about having the good thing the thing that they talk about farmers markets and supporting your local farmers market is because it's farm to table and it's the less your food has traveled the best is for you Mm. so yes we can get okra in seattle but if we can grow it ourselves and get it right off the field and come home it's quicker it's better for you um because when you're traveling from state to state all these different processes go through your food so you talking about pesticides or like different climates all that stuff it boxed up for weeks and days and so um but i wanted to know if we can grow okra so i have to google that and see if it was possible. And if it was possible, what did we have to do to be successful in it? So, yeah, it's a lot of Googling. Yeah. If you guys have small, if you guys have farmers in your area, go on the farm and help out and learn from them and help them. And they may give you some food for free. If you come work for us, you get to pick your own food and take it home. Oh, wow. So that's the piece when you say you guys build community, is that one of the ways that you build communities by having people come out and volunteer and help out? And yep, and in our CSAs help build community. People come out and volunteer and help out, and then just when we're giving out our free food, we're building community. So, oh yeah, so Clean Greens um, has a CSA program, Community Supported Agriculture. Um, which was started by Black farmers back in the, uh, I think, 60s. I just found that out as well. Um, and we have a free food giveaway. So if you buy a CSA, you help us support the mission in giving free produce away to families who can't afford organic produce. Because, you know, eating healthy is expensive. 
and it's expensive for a reason. Right. Now, you know, I hate to go there, but it's real. Um, if you ever take a look in a grocery store in a rich neighborhood compared to a grocery store in the hood, if there is one, and just knowing like different areas have more stores, grocery stores than others. So it was one of the missions to like when it first started, this area they were in only had two grocery stores. One, the organic produce was expensive and the other produce was gross. I wouldn't even feed it to, to a dog. Like it was nasty. So they grew it so that the people in that community can afford fresh organic produce. Now in the pandemic, it switched to just giving it out for free. And even when I try to bring up, like, maybe we should charge like a little bit or charge food stamps. He's like, nope, this is the supplement to when their food stamps run out. So that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, and I think it is interesting because you go, like you say, you go into the grocery store, you'll see like boxes of cereal that is crap like on sale two for four dollars you go mm -hmm. they want two three dollars for an avocado and you know yeah. the things that you know we should be eating and I, I find it interesting like here there's one trader's joe's like in my whole city wow. and yeah and there in washington man you could find a trader joe's you could find whole foods you can find all these different places and you know a lot of these different neighborhoods but not so but much he, here right but in even in the cd like the cd only had two stores at one point mm -hmm. now there's like there's hella stores there's safely right. there's traders joe's there's what's the other one called i can't even remember what whole foods is it whole, whole foods, foods. Oh, yep okay. and there's a grocery outlet and then there's a, a, a amazon store there is a store everywhere now when we only had what two stores, uh, well, two stores for years, and then finally a third one, but they were all like scattered. Yeah. Like people had to travel to get to these stores. Yeah. It's, it's, it was interesting how, you know, that once that uh, uh, gentrification moves in, things start changing, and you yeah, got like, all types of different things like, like even going the on. South, yeah, the South End Safeway, before gentrification started being prevalent here. Uh, the produce was gross. It was mm -hmm. not good produce, but now all of a sudden the produce is looking pretty good over there. Yeah. 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 It's, it's interesting true. how that works out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think it's, I, I do want to go back to something you said and just point out something that I just want my listeners to know that I do not stand with okra. I don't know how people <laughs> can eat okra. It is beyond. Like, do you, do you cook it? Like, will you eat your raw? I mean, what do you, See, what's this the point funny. of okra? You sound like my husband. He, <laughs> he's like, it's slimy. No, don't want to hate it. I can't even cook. I'm going to start cooking it, but I stopped cooking it in the house because he didn't like it. Um, And I feel like I started liking it maybe as a teenager because there was this moment where I didn't like it. But I think growing up, because I was born in Oklahoma, I'm from Okmulgee, Oklahoma. So they cooked it and I ate it. And there was a time where I didn't like it. But then there was this guy named Sergeant. He taught me how to make this really good dish and it had okra in it. And it's kind of like the low budget gumbo. Okay. Okay. And it had and it had okra in it. And it's just like, so I like it in like a 
a soupy type thing and I like fried okra. It's just so good. It's so good. I don't know how y'all don't like it. And, and it got to be seasoned right. You can't just bread it. It has to be seasoned correctly. Is it the slime that gets y'all? It's the slime. It's the, the, the mushiness. It's just, it's just all of it. It's just, there's some things I look at and wonder like, God, why? Like, <laughs> We could have been okay without this. Like <laughs> so good. You just you just haven't had it the right way yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. And uh, <laughs> I'll wait to I'll wait till I get to the upper room to you know get <laughs> get it get it made the, the proper way. So I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's good. I can't. I'm just sitting there listening to you. Like God, how could like this be? Like. <laughs> And I feel like I feel like there was a moment I didn't, but yeah, mm. in the right food and mm. cooked the right way, it's good. Now I am not into like I am not an okra fiend where I'm into the pickle okra. That doesn't make sense to me. I like pickles and that's it. And don't I just like pickles, the regular dill pickles. I don't want mm. no sweet pickles. I don't understand pickling. I'm yeah. not I don't get that. Yeah. Oh, see, I I I don't I I'm with you on that for the for the most part. I have had some like, you know, pickled carrots, mm-hmm. and I thought that was good. But oh, I haven't even yeah, like that was I thought that was really, I, I guess I would consider it pickled, but yeah, I thought that was good. Um, I think it's interesting that you know, being said, okay, hey, there is an opportunity for us to charge, but we're not going to charge. We're going to keep this free for our community as a way to give back and to to supplement like you said when the food stamps run out i think that that is a amazing and we need more things like this to for our communities because it's important for us to eat better because when we eat better we feel better we have more energy we can be more productive and you know, when we don't eat good, the opposite the the opposite of all that happens. You know, we don't feel good. We feel sluggish. I like I remember uh, one time I had I had to quit eating uh, meat for a little while. Like uh, it was red meat because I just felt like heavy. I hated feeling heavy just after I ate it. I hated feeling heavy, and that's such a crazy feeling to you know, then eating different things, cleaner things, and then having more energy. Yep. And and, and that's why they keep it out of our neighborhoods because mm-hmm. they want us tired. They don't want us clear mind. They don't want us thinking, but this is why another reason why Clean Greens was created to create that education, you know, in the African-American community, high blood pressure, diabetes, um, hypertension, all that stuff is so high in our, in our community. And that's because we're not eating well. We're not eating fresh, organic. They're not making it available to us. And it's for a reason. It's strategic. It's real. No one's losing their minds. If you're listening to me, it's real. You're not tripping. But eating clean is important for those reasons you just stated. And that's why we were here. And I do have to put a disclaimer that Dr. Jeffrey and Lottie Cross and a few of the community members came together but someone did come in his office and talk to him about it. So it was like a team of people. And I just want to make sure that disclaimer that I'm including people. I just don't know the names. I just know Dr. Jeffrey and I know Lottie Cross. And I know that I've seen them doing the work for these past few years. 
Um, so that's my little disclaimer. But yeah. that's why Clean Greens was created is because we wanted to bring that education. When you eat better, you feel better. Mm-hmm. And it's and a lot of people get caught up in like, oh, now I got to start eating all these healthy things. No, I am not superwoman. I, I am doing my best in changing my eating habits and taking eating fresher, taking out some of that sugary food. And so it's a process. It's like you start one little thing at a time. You don't have to just stop, but just start trying to eat clean and drinking water, drinking water. Drinking water is like watering your brain. Mm. The more water you drink, the better you feel as well. Yeah. And I, I think that's important that, you know, sometimes like you just said, you don't have to try to flip the switch all at once. Like, you know, you might have a, you might have fried everything on your plate. Well, today you say, I'm going to have three fried things and I'm going to substitute the other one for this little bit of salad. And then you you make those incremental changes instead of this all at once. Yeah. Because it's, it's a lot harder to stick to when you do something that is completely different than what you've we're doing at that point it's going to be hard to be kind to yourself give yourself some patience and you know yeah and it's not about losing weight it's just about feeling better yeah feeling better yeah and like you said you didn't feel good when you ate those things so you stopped like for me oh my god I can't even believe I'm saying this as I get older certain foods I can feel my muscles tightening up um, so I stopped eating those because yeah. now I, I mean, I can't, I feel tired. My, my legs are sore. So I don't eat those foods. Yeah. That's going to spark that. It's just, it's just being aware, listen to our body. It tells us things. We just gotta, you know, listen to it and grow herbs. Herbs are really good too. Herbs are good for your body. Like what we don't are, need to, huh? What are some herbs that you recommend? Cause I, I have heard to say, that. Okay. You heard that? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. What are some of you that you um, recommend? I so I'm learning too. So sage is a good um thing to cook with. Uh oh god, what is it? It's in my head right now. Turmeric mm-hmm. helps with inflammation. Cook that in your food. Um, what else? Bay, what is that? Bay leaf okay. is good. Um, I can't think of all the the benefits right now, but look those up. Sage, bay leaf, turmeric. Um, black pepper, sea salt. Like you want to eat, you want to use unprocessed herbs because all of those are going to be really good. Lemon, um, all of these are good for your your inflammation. All of these are good for cleaning out your liver. They're really good things to clean out your body. And so where we're using like like over here down here, Johnny's. I know down south, Lowry's is the yeah. hit. Yeah, um, I still got some Johnny's though from when I moved. Right, right. God. <laughs> Johnny's is what's up. I have to right, 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 Johnny's right. is what's yeah, up. But right. look at the sodium intake in the Johnny's. So you want to also make sure about your sodium. Look at me sound like a professional. Y'all, I'm learning all of this as I go. <laughs> hey, that's and that's a part of it. You know, when we learn yeah. something, we teach, you know, the ones right behind us. So, yeah. Yes. So just yeah. making sure your sodium intake in your stuff, like all of that has, like, I want to say, I looked at one of those and it had like 200% sodium in it. Yeah. And I was like, oh shoot, I've been seasoning my stuff with this. Yeah. So just cooking with more natural herbs tastes just as good and it's less sodium. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I used to get some of those where I slacked off on that. I'm about to get back on that. And now, I'm not saying you don't have to cut those out completely. I don't, right. food is fun, food is life, and you want to enjoy it. It's just cutting back. Yeah. And, and eating think, more vegetables. Yes. It's funny because when you said sage, all I think about is those people that be walking around their house burning sage. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think. Like, don't know no sage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sage. <laughs> yeah, look, I'll be in the kitchen using all kinds of seed, uh, yeah. stuff now. But yeah, I haven't yeah. sage for house yet. I use prayers. No yeah, distance. There you go. <laughs> right, 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 right. But that's what I think of when you said that. All right, Bree. I want to say thank you very much for coming on this episode. This has been, I think, very informative and just understanding that, you know, it is our job. Now, there are some things put in place to where, hey, we may not have the things that we need to take better care of ourselves, but we have to make the effort to, even if we need to grow our own things or find these farmer markets, volunteer at these places, put ourselves in community with other people who are trying to eat clean and, and do these things so that we can take control of our health our well-being our energy and all these things right because nobody else gonna do it for us nope so you gotta we, fight for it yeah 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 and i just want to say i appreciate you coming on and i appreciate all the things you are doing at the clean greens farm and the fact that you you took you took a leap right you took action you, you said you were going to try this tried it you stayed found a way to make it to where you can also take a salary so you don't have to go look for something else and you're doing something you love and giving back to your community and i appreciate you for that thank you thank you i appreciate you for spotlighting this of course of course and i was looking forward to this week's we you know i'm not no front we missed our our first scheduled meeting because of me but i'm glad we were able to actually get you on to have this conversation because i think it's necessary and I love seeing and hearing about these things because for a lot of us, it just sounds like real foreign. But when you broke it down and talked about how, you know, we come from this, right? But yeah. right now, it's we're instant gratification, the microwave. We're, we're the microwave. Yeah. And we, they yes. want us to distract it. They right, want right, us. Right, right. And I just want to say one thing before you close out. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to learn how to grow our own food because we don't want anyone taking from us. We want to know that we can do this ourselves and it is doable. And this, and I also want to let you guys know that there is access. There's enough in this world for all of us to win. There's enough in this world for all of us to eat, but we got to take action and we got to fight for it. We got to protest for it. We got to keep our minds sharp and open to what is going on around us. Yes. And I I think that's a that's that's a great point. Tell people where they can they can find you uh because you know you're talking about you're having these conversations in the community. You're out there doing this work. You're bringing people together. You're you know, you're helping talk to have these conversations about food. Tell people where they can find you at. So they can find Clean Greens Farm and Market on cleangreensfarmmarket.com or you can find us on Instagram at cleangreensfarmmarket on Instagram. 
And then you can follow me, Bree Living Woman on the Rise, which is where I do most of my posting. Um, like, and it's just all around what I do, clean greens, community work, church work, Mary Kay, whatever, um, whatever I'm doing. And then it just always leads people back to clean greens too as well. And that's where we can keep up with our shows. Our shows airs live Tuesdays, 12.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we would love to have you on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get some dates on the book and just talk about what you're doing. Because what you're doing is amazing as well. So thank you for having this platform, Spotlighting Community Work. Yeah, of course. And I, I would love to do that. Um, all right, you guys, this has been an episode of the Action Only Podcast with your host, Chilal Wilson, and our guest today, Bree Scott. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And until next time, be blessed.